In this bulletin, Australia suspends funding for a UN agency providing relief to Palestinians. The New South Wales Premier says he will consider strengthening laws banning Nazi symbols. And in sport, Russian Arena Sabalenka wins her second consecutive Australian Open. With the latest SBS News, I'm Kira Hay. Foreign Minister Penny Wong says Australia will temporarily pause funding to the United Nations Agency for Palestinian Refugees. Ms Wong says Australia is deeply concerned by allegations some staff at the agency may have been involved in Hamas's October 7 assault on Israel. The United Nations Agency for Palestinian Refugees has opened an investigation into several employees suspected of involvement in the attacks and that it had severed ties with those staff members. Ms Wong says Australia welcomed its response in terminating contracts and launching an investigation. She added that Australia will engage closely with the agency on investigation and is consulting with international partners. New South Wales Premier Chris Minns says the state government is open to changing laws around white power symbols such as salutes. Following six arrests and 55 fines handed out to neo-Nazi group members on Australia Day. The group of 60 hooded men dressed in all black gathered in Sydney's North Shore over the weekend and attempted to drum up support for white power revolution. Nazi symbolism is already banned under New South Wales law, but calls are now emerging for those laws to be strengthened. Mr Minns told Channel 9 the behaviour was racist and obnoxious. If it wasn't so menacing, it would be completely ridiculous. We are open to strengthening the laws, particularly in relation to white power salutes. Their anonymity is a weapon that they use. I think most people would ask why. Why do you need to be anonymous? A lot of the organisers are interstate, uh, effectively importing their hate into New South Wales. Tens of thousands of homes could be left without power for a week after Cyclone Kiralee tore through northern Queensland. The cyclone wreaked havoc on the state after it was downgraded from Category 3 to Category 2. It affected Ingham and Townsville, leaving more than 115,000 residents without power. While electricity has been restored for a number of homes, Queensland police say there are still 48,500 homes and businesses in the dark. Medical graduates who choose to go into general practice are being offered a $40,000 incentive in a bid to reverse the decline in those choosing to become GPs. Up to 800 grants are up for grabs, with 400 on offer this year and the remaining 400 in 2025 for those who begin studying to become a GP in Victoria. Applicants will be assessed for eligibility, with general practice colleges already seeing an uptick in enrolments for GP training in 2024. A recent survey found only 13% final year medical students selected general practice as their first choice for careers. Victoria's Health Minister, Marianne Thomas, is hoping the financial incentive will encourage medical students to pursue careers as GPs over other specialties offering better pay. Taiwan's Defence Ministry says China has sent over 30 warplanes and a group of Navy ships towards the island. The increasing military pressure comes shortly after the announcement that senior Chinese and American representatives are expected to meet in the Thai capital in an effort to cool tensions between the two. China, which claims self-ruled Taiwan as its own territory, has shown disapproval of Taiwan's political activity by sending warships and planes in the past. 
Shortly after Taiwan's election, six Chinese balloons were spotted in or nearby Taiwanese airspace. And tennis now, Arena Sabalanka has won the Australian Open and become the first woman in over a decade to win back-to-back titles. In a ruthless 6-3-6-2 victory against Qin Wen Zheng, the world number two broke Zheng three times without dropping her own serve all night. She now joins greats Ash Barty, Serena Williams, Maria Sharapova and Lindsay Davenport as the fifth woman this century to hold the Daphne Akhurst Memorial Cup without dropping a set. She spoke to Channel 9 reporters after the game about her journey leading up to the final. Yeah, I mean, I've been through not like up and downs, but there was like some tough moments for me losing the US Open final and and that loss actually motivated me so much to hard, to work even harder and to improve my game. So next time I play in the final, I'm more confident in my game and I have more belief in myself. I'm Kira Hain. This is SBS News.